Welcome to podcast Kasia's Faith Journey. My name is Kasia Herodsen. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And in this podcast series, I will share personal stories of my faith journey and my music. Thank you for tuning in. Hello again, dear listeners. This is episode number 20, The Journey, Reflection on Christmas in Poland and in America. This time, I chose to speak about Christmas during my childhood in Poland. I will also share how I included Polish traditions in my Christmases in the United States and what it was like during my first Christmas experience while serving as a missionary. I remember many things as a little girl, and some of the memories have a significant meaning. One of them was called Mikołajki, Dzień Świętego Mikołaja, St. Nicholas Day. As long as I remember, December 6th was the beginning of the Christmas tradition in our home. As December 6th approaches, children in Poland sometimes write letters to St. Nicholas, notifying him of their good behavior and telling him about the gifts they would like to receive. Gifts are usually hidden under pillows or inside of shoes. The night before, children often clean their shoes so they are ready to receive gifts. In schools on December 6th, students often have a small gift exchange. And in past Seasons, December 6th was the only day gifts were given, but with Western influences, gift giving became common on Christmas Eve or day. I remember my mother would remind us of St. Nicholas coming the day before, so we better have our shoes clean and ready. It was fun. Wake up in the morning and find some little gifts, mostly candy. As a young mother, I implemented this tradition with my children, but I changed the name to Elf's Day to make it easier for them to remember. Even though December 6th was the start of the season, the decorations and cooking were on December 24th. I remember being a little girl and making little ornaments with my siblings. My dad would decorate the Christmas tree and my mother would prepare the food. When I was older enough, my siblings and I would help with the preparations. However, before the decoration and food preparation, we had some things that needed to be done. Getting the food was one of them. During the communism time, which was most of my growing up, we didn't have many options. We also had ration cards, and as a result, our food was limited. During that period, my mother had a system that would help to obtain a better choice of meat, fish, or other products that were necessary. She sent us children to different stores to stay in line very early in the morning, sometimes in the middle of the night. Then we would wait for her to come and purchase the products. We learned that if we didn't have a place in line early in the morning, there would not be much to choose from later that day. For those of you listeners who live in the States, imagine Black Friday 
The difference is that we did that kind of shopping of necessity, not so much of I want a better deal. In meantime, when we were doing the shopping, the chores in the house were also a big part of the preparations, such as cleaning rooms, kitchen and bathroom. We were washing floors, cleaning carpets with the carpet beater outside and washing windows. Sometimes it was freezing, but it did not matter how cold it was, the chores needed to be done. When the chores were done, it was almost Christmas time, and then we would do the food preparations and decorations. It was a busy time. I also remember doing service for senior citizens. My mother worked for the Red Cross in town and was taking care of seniors. Often we would visit them and do some chores in their house or bring groceries or simply sit with them. Because of those activities, I developed a special connection with seniors and later in life I applied those experiences. As long as I can remember, we had traditions that were a big part of a Christmas. One of my favorites was playing and singing together Christmas songs. On December 24th, we had a special dinner called Vigilia, where we would have a table set for 12 dishes. It represented 12 apostles. You might wonder, 12 dishes? Those dishes were not extensive. Everything prepared for Vigilia was counted, like bread, uszka, barszcz czerwony, pierogi, and fish, to name a few. Another little tradition that we did was putting pieces of hay under the tablecloth to remember the Savior's humble birth in a stable. One more that I remember was to prepare an empty chair, an extra plate that my mom would always set for a stranger or to remember a special one who was not with us anymore. Before we would sit down at the table, My sister Beata would read the story of the birth of Jesus, the shepherds, and the three kings. While she would read, my brother Richard and I would play duets on violin, and my other brother, Marek, would play on the guitar one of the old and favorite Christmas carols, Lulaj Jezuniu, a lullaby for Jesus. I loved that reverent moment. It felt surreal. Our thoughts were redirected and focused on the real reason why we celebrate Christmas. All those preparations were chaotic and busy, and setting the tone of peace was so crucial because after that we would share opuatek. What's opuatek? Opuatek, traditionally called the bread of love, a thin, unleavened wafer and looked like a flat piece of paper. We would share this piece of a poetic, giving wishes to each other or making amends for any contention that happened. It brought us together each time we shared this tiny piece of wafer. As a young girl, I didn't understand that meaning of sharing a poetic until there was one particular Christmas when this tradition was significant and so important to me. It brought lots of tears and joy of forgiveness that was so needed. The previous year didn't end up very well for my father and my oldest brother Marek. They had a quarrel that affected them both so deeply. My father wouldn't speak to my brother for a whole year. 
I saw my brother coming to my dad, pleading for forgiveness so many times, yet my dad would not forgive him. It was the hardest thing to watch them. The following Christmas, however, while sharing this tiny white bread of love, my brother and father embraced each other, expressing love and asking for forgiveness. I will always cherish this beautiful tender memory. They both passed away since then, and I remember how deeply my father would grieve after my brother's passing. He would share his regret of wasting a whole year by being stubborn and hard-hearted. From that experience, I realized how limited our time here is and how showing gratitude and love to family members is so crucial. That year, Christmas meant more than just gathering together. It was centered on Christ and His love for us and His teachings. After we shared the Opuatek expressing gratitude and reconciliation, we sat at the table and started our evening supper, followed by watching a movie on one of the available TV channels, which were only two, Channel 1 and Channel 2. During the holiday season, there were many beautiful movies and programs available that we love to watch. And our favorites were usually American musicals and westerns. We didn't have a color TV, but it didn't matter at all. We just loved watching those fun movies. So then we had our gift giving. And gift giving and receiving took place right after dinner. We didn't have much, but my parents tried to get us something each year. We would receive gifts in plastic bags with a couple of oranges, some candy and nuts. Sometimes I would get PJs or Play-Doh or maybe a small toy. Christmas in Poland is celebrated from December 24th to December 26th. Christmas Eve, that's when we start and we have Vigilia. Then it's Christmas Day. And then it's called Świętego Szczepana Dzień, St. Stephen's Day. Sometimes people call it Boxing Day. During Boxing Day, some families would go out and do service or share some of the gifts with those who are less fortunate. Since we didn't get much, this wasn't something we did. However, we did serve others. And it was also a time for more caroling and spending time with families. So that is how my Christmas season looked in Poland. What are your memories of Christmas? What are the most memorable experiences for you, dear listener? I want to share one more Christmas story that has significance. Because of that Christmas that year, my life took a different turn and eventually I ended up in the United States. My younger sister Magda and I were in the same bedroom while I shared a spiritual experience with her. That evening, I felt such an overwhelming peace and love. I saw an illuminating light and asked my sister if she saw it. She was confused and responded no. I shared recent experiences about reading the Bible and stories of Christ and what I felt. Then we both felt incredible peace, and something happened to me that night 
something that changed. From that day, I desired to feel the sensation again, but I couldn't find it until six months later when I met the missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If you would like to know more about that part of my journey, I invite you to listen to episode number three. A year after that experience, which was 1990, that was our last Christmas together. Because in March of the following year, unexpectedly, my brother Marek passed away. Following year, in January, I left on my mission to serve in the Utah Provo Mission. My first experience, Christmas experience in the United States, was unlike growing up in Poland. There was no apuatek or 12 dishes. However, there were so many beautiful things about Christmas. I loved the music, the lights, and the decorated homes looked like gingerbread houses. Walking and seeing Christmas lights on the Temple Square was a magnificent event. Yes, we had a special permission to go with our investigators and I was able to walk and see those beautiful lights and the Christmas trees around the Temple Square. As a missionary during Christmas, I witnessed many service projects and surprises for the neighbors. Even though the food, the traditions, the carols, and the language were different that year, I felt joy in my heart. The angel said to the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's how I felt that Christmas. I received more gifts than I could have imagined. It was incredible. I attended many activities, did services, and I felt such gratitude in my heart. I wanted to create new traditions, combining the one from Poland and from my mission. Now I have lived in the United States for over 30 years and have celebrated many Christmases. I am thankful for each of them, especially the one with my children, the traditions I created for them and my husband. Most memorable and favorable moment was when my children and I would play music in the senior citizens' homes, or when we did 12 days of Christmas projects and other services. I Love the giggles on Christmas morning and the anticipation. But there was another Christmas to remember. We called it the Grinch Christmas. That year, my husband lost his job. It was a very unusual Christmas for us that year. Many people were mindful of us and showed Christ-like spirit. Under the Christmas tree, we had gifts that were given to us and extra food. On Christmas Eve, we were invited for dinner. Upon returning home, we learned that someone had come in and stolen all the presents from under the Christmas tree, except a little gift with a note, gift for Jesus, that my four-year-old son had made. I learned 
that it didn't matter that those presents were gone because they were replaceable. However, what was significant about that experience was the reminder that Christmas is about remembering Christ, His gift of love, and how I show up for Him, not only during Christmas but every day. What is my gift to Him? I have learned through the years that Christmas symbolizes love and service for God's children. Yet I wonder why the giving and service are focused only so significantly during Christmas. So while I was pondering on that, I returned to the meaning of apuatek, the bread of love. As I mentioned, growing up, many Christmases were often chaotic and stressful during preparation. But as soon as we all were ready to settle down and sit together, the feeling of tension left while sharing the bread of love. It wasn't the gifts that brought peace and joy. It was this tiny, white, thin piece of wafer symbolizing love, reconciliation, and acceptance. I know I don't have to use the apuatic to remind me of the unity. I know that it is a daily intention to keep the meaning of Christmas with the people I associate with every day. It is about a sincere, genuine love for each other. In closing, I would like to share a recently written song. The song is titled, I Was a Stranger, based on the scripture from Matthew 25. While traveling home from Utah the other day, we encountered a peculiar experience. We met a stranger who was in need. We didn't know where she came from or where she was going. But when we tried to decide what to do, the words came to me. I was a stranger. As soon as we decided we will take her with us, we learned that she had a few pieces of luggage and my first thought came, we don't have room. But as soon as I thought that, another familiar phrase from the scripture came to mind. There was no room for them in the inn. I quickly realized that this moment was my test of faith and trust in how I apply what I share through music or stories. I felt like the Lord was teaching me and asking me, Do you really care for a stranger? I was so thankful for this opportunity to meet a stranger, a daughter of God, and my sister, who was in need. Verily, I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, sisters, ye have done it unto me. On the corner of the street I saw a stranger in his sleep Had no blanket or a coat It was dark and it was cold Then I heard words in my mind He's my son lost and blind Keep him warm through the night He will see me in the light For I was a stranger Lost in the night, your open heart brought me to the light. In times of need, you reach out your hand.
cloud in kindness you helped me to stand At the market in the town she was standing broken down had no money had no food weeping in her solitude Then I heard the voice again She's my current in pain Reach your hand and embrace She will recognize my grace For I was a stranger Lost in the night Your open heart brought me to the light In times of need you reach out your hand Clothed in kindness you helped me to stand in the giving and sacrifice in the lifting the fallen hearing their cries he's in finding souls lost and blind by sharing the reflection of love pure and I saw a stranger sitting down Clasping hands in despair Pleading softly in a prayer Then the voice came as before Help this child, do not ignore Reach your hand to lift her up Your love will fill her cup For I was a stranger in the night your open heart brought me to the light in times of need you reach out your hand clothed in kindness you helped me to stand for I was a stranger lost in the night your open heart brought me thank to you for the listening light. I hope you enjoyed the message today if you feel inspired please share with others and also visit my website at kashasmusic.com and kashasfaithjourney.com.